episode of It Really Be Like That. I'm your host here alongside with none of my real calls, I should say. Just more of, uh, I'm here with my mom. I'm pretty simple as that. <laughs> Just filling in. How you doing, mom? I'm good. How are you? Living a dream, I guess. <laughs> guess? Yeah. Either it is or it isn't. I don't even know. I'm just here at this point. I feel you. And it just be like that. <laughs> now you start sounding like Kelsey. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and just jump right into it because Well, I guess. Um uh, I'm pretty sure we haven't been able to escape this and it's been a whole week now. Um Slapgate or whatever you want to call it at the Oscars uh, obviously Will Smith and Chris Rock he had a instance where there was Chris Rock just presenting at uh, the Oscars and he said a joke that wasn't taken very well by uh, Jada Pinkett Smith they were causing Will Smith to react and eventually slap the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth um, I'm sure you guys probably seen it all over the internet and everything from social media, but uh, I wanted to at least talk about it when we first when it when it first happened. But then I'm like, okay, I want to see how this will build, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot has come out as a result. I mean, you have uh, the comics; they have their interpretation and feelings about what happened. Um, there are or were people chiming in, basically discussing protecting black women. Um, and then there were instances of uh, individuals talking about um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and their relation race, relationship and how a lot of their relationship has unfolded in front of the media and or is she the cause of some of this slap gate? So, well, part of me even feels like this whole thing was fake. But why would they go to such length? Okay, if so it was fake? the setup at least I feel like it was fake because starting off, you have Chris Rock, he's presenting, I guess, a award for best documentary. I'm assuming I didn't even watch the Oscars, I just saw this on Twitter late at night, and I was like, when I'm in Twitter. I got like an update from like the news app say oh, Chris uh, Rock got just, just got slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars. Right. And then of course Twitter's blowing up and I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm like, whoa. But part of me felt like it was like the slap itself was fake because they were trying to pique the interest of like the audience be like, okay, nobody's really caring about the Oscars. Let's see if we can get their attention with something radical like this. But why do that on a night when not only was he possibly potentially um in the running to win his first Oscar. You had three female comedians, uh, first time ever presenting, two of which were African American, um, which has never happened, and also Will Packer. This was his night to shine. So why put all that pressure on everyone? Or make it seem as if it's something to play about if you have so much at stake. 
I think it's more of just they were really wanting to um I guess not not make it like as serious in a sense. Not not to say like of course what happened like as far as like having the three uh female hosts, two of them of course being black and Will Packer being I think was he producer and director of the show. He was the producer of the show and he also produced um Girls Trip. So yeah. Which but, Jada and Regina Hall uh, were featured in. All right, but no. Um what I'm saying is like as far as like making it not much of a big deal as far as like okay, we have all these great things happening, but then again this nobody even wanted to watch it. I'm that's what I'm assuming at least. Nobody as in who? Just the viewers itself from my home. Because like I guess um not like nowadays I feel like award shows haven't been as big as they have, at least from my uh, perspective, like they haven't seemed as big as they used to, as far as like from like MTV Awards, Grammys, Oscars, all that stuff. Because we were in a whole pandemic, so everything shifted. You couldn't business as usual was no longer business as usual. Well, not even just being in the pandemic. I think even before that, like I think the last Oscars I remember people talking about was like when Moonlight won, and that was like what almost. Eight so you're talking ago? about Oscars from the perspective from the African diaspora perspective or are you talking about Oscars in general? Just Oscars in general. Oh, okay. But that's why I thought it was at least fake because they want to at least pique the interest and get people talking about the award show itself. Well, it worked. It it did. <laughs> it worked to the effect that people didn't even realize that Samuel Jackson won his first Oscar that night. Right. And But that's that, what I'm saying. All of this overshadowed if it was a joke, it overshadowed the people that were um, first, um, not just Samuel. Uh, look at Questlove; he won his first Oscar. Yeah. So you kind of put a damper on everyone else's um, moment to shine, just for a joke. Right, it definitely wasn't the best. If that's the case, if it was a joke, if it was a joke, it de- I definitely, excuse me, I definitely don't think it was done properly. Well, if it was a joke, then why were there so many? Other entities, excuse me, involved, such as the LAPD, if it was just a joke. See, that's where I was kind of like on the, uh, like I was shifting between whether it was real or not. Because, of course, it's the Oscars that all actors, they all have like, they play roles, they all do whatever. Right. So that's why I'm like, okay, this would be the perfect time for them to do something like that to cause a scene, but also make it fabricated. But then when Will Smith walked off and said what he said, uh, about keeping uh, Jada's name out of Chris Rock's mouth. That's why I was like, okay. But that's my concern. As as a comedian, are you no longer allowed to um, make inferences? Because that's what comedy is all about. You're either making light of a situation, a um, particular individual, whether it's yourself or someone else. So then what is comedy? If you can't poke fun at and I'm not saying to do it at the expense of someone in their downfall, but uh, so you, are you now going to mute all comedians because of this situation? I don't think they should. Like I heard like a quote from Cat Williams of all people too. You said like it's like for comedy, you have to. It's like a very fine line of where you had to go as far as like keeping a joke uh, from serious or like going over that edge and like making sure it's still funny where people can at least understand the joke. So do you think that his joke or his inference about the G.I. Jane was that 
below the line or was that a below the belt see I don't know because again I'm not like the uh, directed target at that joke too like of course with Jada Pinkett she has she announced well not enough well it came out like years ago that she's suffering from alopecia yes and she's like embraced that and everything I'm not saying like that's it's still not valid or anything but but if you go back to prior to that even happening when Regina Hall um, was doing her bit or her piece during the um, presentation she had a joke set up where she inferenced Will um, and their kind of entanglement entanglement which I thought was very funny yeah Um, and I didn't think she did it to be disrespectful I didn't think she did it um, to try to throw dags at them and their relationship um the bit was funny and it wasn't just an an inference towards him she utilized other males in her bit as well and i thought it all was funny and she even kind of made light and included will and jada on the joke um so why aren't they going ham on regina hall that's something i really don't understand too like well also for like years now, I think. Or is it just the fact that it was Chris Rock? It was just the fact that. I don't know, because, like, I feel like ever since that happened, a lot of people came out of the woodworks just being like, oh no, get rid of Chris. Like, from what I've seen from my timeline, like, Chris Rock was in the wrong. He's, like, going on a downward trend or whatever. I didn't think he was wrong, honestly. I didn't think he was wrong. I thought he just did a routine. Um, unfortunately, Will. Uh, or Jada and or Jada didn't find it funny I don't think he meant anything malicious um, and that's even harder for me to believe because like well Jada she obviously looked upset she gave that very aggressive eye roll and I yes that, that I could tell I can understand that about frustrated her but then seeing Will laugh alright like, he seemed like he I'm not going to say enjoyed but he seemed like he was in on it so I'm not sure if he laughed but then saw her um, kind of feeling some kind of way, and then he changed his mannerisms. That's what I assume. Okay, well then that's an issue behind the scenes, which has nothing to do with Chris and or the joke. That's something else that should have stayed out of the whole Oscar. And I don't, I don't think he was more mad at Chris for the joke itself. It's more of like build up tension for over the years of all the stuff for like him and Jada well and they shouldn't have never put their information out i.e. Red Table Talk don't bring in America or don't bring in people and then say that you want privacy because you're opening up kind of like um, you can't be one sided mm-hmm. so I want the world to see me being vulnerable but I want my privacy as well you can't play both sides and it was hard I feel like it's hard for them especially because like you said they have the red table talk which I'm pretty sure they might capitalize on the situation and have an oh, episode yeah, they're that. gonna capitalize on it I uh, feel like they even might invite Chris Rock for it too um, I'm not sure if Chris would want to show I wouldn't show I, okay so I would love to see Tony Rock show <laughs> I think Chris, why Tony? <laughs> I think Chris Rock will actually show up because they'll obviously sit down, have that conversation, talk it out. 
Uh, they even had, like, even when the whole entanglement business came out, they had August Alcina on an episode, and they talked about that situation. I figured they would at least talk talk it out. Again, they're talking about situations that we're not privy to, so we don't necessarily know the behind-the-scenes or those prior conversations that took place. We only know what they allow us to know. So we're getting secondhand information, um, but we're not truly being told the gist of what's going on in their home. And we, mm. we don't need to know, but when you open yourself up for scrutiny that comes along with it. So you either have the option of keeping your mouth shut and not saying anything, or if you're playing the lines of being vulnerable and transparent, you have to ride it out and see what happens when you become vulnerable and transparent. This is a result of Will opening himself up to that vulnerability. Did he handle handle it well? I don't think so. I still believe, honestly, that there's a deeper issue than what we see that's on the surface. I don't have to necessarily speculate as to what that issue is. I think he has some things that he needs to manage and mitigate within his own interpersonal space. Um, unfortunately, it just played out on stage for everyone to see. Now, do you think it's... Of course, like it was a national broadcast or worldwide broadcast, I believe, and then everyone obviously sees that happening, but do you think it would have been a different scenario if it was like two different people? Like, say it was Terrence Howard presenting and then, um, I don't know, uh, Robbie Downey Jr. just came up just slapped in the face. Like, do you think it will be a more bigger if response If Terrence Howard has slapped Robert Downey No, no, no. If Robbie Downer, Robbie Downey Jr. slapped Terrence Howard. Or no, let me not, not, let me just take him out. If Hakeem from Empire <laughs> slapped Terrence Howard in the face in, in that same scenario, not, not even mentioned. First of all, they probably wouldn't even know who the hell Hakeem was. That's the thing, though. Like, that's why I think this was also a bigger scenario because, one, it's Will Smith. Right, and Will Smith is looked at as like the golden child. Of yeah, he he literally has like almost like a squeaky clean. Right, record. he has no blemish in their eyes. There, meaning uh, outside of the African American uh, environment, mm-hmm. um, he's seen as like a. I ain't gonna say perfect person, but he's like a poster child of morals, values, character and this is a shock I guess to them you know, me personally, he's still a man he's not um, above reproach he can, you know, make any mistake, just like the rest of us unfortunately, we were privy to his mistake, whereas the majority of us who do make mistakes they're done where no one can see, or it's minimized now in of course, like after that scenario, I think t- like maybe ten or twenty minutes afterwards, he of course will win a award. I think it was the best actor right. or something. And he even mentioned in the speech like how uh, Richard, which is Richard Williams, uh, right, Venus and Serena's father, right? How he, how they have like a similar connection as far as like they would do anything to protect their family and that they're a protector. Okay, so was this protection? I don't think. Like, for me, I don't think it was. I think it was more of, like... I understand where he thought his attention may have been, but, of course, I think he more acted out on emotion more than actual, like... I still say that there's more to the story. There's a deeper level, potentially, 
within his relational dynamic that we aren't privy to and it just played out on stage unfortunately Chris bear the brunt of whatever conflict he's dealing with and um, it's unfortunate it's also unfortunate that a lot of the attention was focused on Will. Well, what about Chris? You know, he was embarrassed in front of a, a world stage. It's not even... Well, yes, he was embarrassed in the world stage. What about his family? What about his children? Again, people didn't care about that. And another thing that's kind of, like, ironic to me is, like... Not to say, like, uh, well, this person did this, but also, like... Amy Schumer also did something similar in that same night where she was talking... I forgot who the actor was... Um, but he was, she was, Amy, she was talking to this actor, uh, making a bit about, uh, fillers in the, um, Oscar oh, the crowd. Fillers? Yeah. And then she literally pulled up this actor. Uh, no, no, no. She pulled up Kirsten Dunst. Um, his wife or no, no, that, that, no, that's the wife. Okay. She, she pulled up Kirsten Dunst, like just saying, all right, get up. You're a seat filler. And it sat in the seat and it just talked to the actor. Mm-hmm. And then the actor, I really forgot his name. I want to look it up, but. Um, he was like, you know, you just pull pulled away my wife, like that's that's my wife. She's not a sea filler or anything. And for me, I was like, how come? Not to say like, of course, like this scenario is like the slap. Of course, that was way so, more. But was that not part of the show? What the Amy Schumer thing? Right. No, it's part of the show. But at the same time, it, it's still like. Well, she was disrespectful. Almost in a sense, yeah. Because she pulled his wife out. Because she. Well, also, it's also, for me, I I know who, like, Kirsten Dunst is, because, like, she was... Um, she was in Spider-Man, right? Yeah, she was Mary Jane in Spider-Man. So, I figured she would at least be known to at least the world. And even on Twitter, I saw people talking about, like, they just pulled up Kirsten Dunst, um, claiming she was a C-filler, not uh actress or... But I, I kind of saw that as, like, a play on words, not necessarily that she was targeting her, Um it was just again part of the bit these are comedians yeah and their scent or their whole sole purpose was to be funny oftentimes it's at the expense expense of others um so that means are you going to be fragile are you going to check your ego because a lot of this is about ego how dare you reference me because i'm such and such okay check your ego because it's not about you mm-hmm. I personally didn't have a problem with it and or the comedians doing what they're sent to do. That's their job. That was their whole purpose. Otherwise, you'd have had T.D. Jakes or somebody hosting. You know, if you wanted it to be somber or you wanted it to be professional or if you wanted it to be crisp, you know, target a different audience. Hire a different host. No. But you're the... I'm, I'm assuming... The desire was to bring levity to the situation again because we had just been through a pandemic for the past two and a half plus years. Mm-hmm. They didn't have an Oscars last year, if I'm um, I not mistaken. I or they didn't like have a host last year. They maybe had did have the Oscars. No, they, they did didn't have the Oscars. It was virtual though, right? Because I didn't remember have a that, host. Um, Zendaya, she won a war for Euphoria. Okay. Um, and I think prior to that, it was Jimmy Kimmel. But regardless, um, again, 
I believe it was their attempts, their being the comedians, to bring levity to the situation, to kind of bring some normalcy back to the fact that we've just been sequestered in a sense and sit home for two years. And let's try to get back to some normal comedy. But not everybody is going to see it that way. And that just made me think, like, is there such thing as going too far in comedy? Yes, I I definitely agree that um, you have some people that will poke the bear and intentionally, maliciously try to infer um, or make people feel small. But in this situation, I personally don't believe that's what this was. Again, if it is a part of their skit and this was something that they attempted, they, Will Smith and Chris Rock, attempted to do, uh, it went south. But um, either way, it's an an unfortunate, 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 unfortunate situation that occurred. Um, and everyone involved, Chris, the producers of the show, the presenters, um, the nominees, I believe all of them um, left with a taste, a different taste in their mouth. Yeah. It brought it up. I'm assuming they started with the high and kind of brought things down. Um, but like everything else, they'll tweet about it. <laughs> oh, they did. They'll talk about it. We'll make inferences of situations that we have no knowledge or subject matter expertise of and attempt to quantify what may have happened and transpired. Um, and then it'll go away. But, I mean, yeah, eventually it did go away. And then, of course, there was some follow-up to it. Um, like I said, it's it's been a whole week now. We've The slap itself, we've gotten over as far as like, the action. And, of course, Will, he posted his apology on Instagram and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and uh, inexcusable. Jokes and my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too for, too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. But he wasn't directly talking about her medical condition. He was talking about her role in G.I. Jane, where I Demi think Moore shaved her head. But I think it was, that's why people, or that's why uh, people thought it was a jab at like her alopecia. I didn't. I didn't get it that way. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't even way. know she had alopecia. I just thought she was just going with her, uh, a and, shape, and uh, cut. She, she looked nice yeah. in my opinion. You know, she wears it well. Um, that doesn't mean that she's not still sensitive about the issue that she's experiencing, and no one is in. in suggesting that we make light of her feelings. Her feelings are valid. Um, But I don't believe that in his heart that that was his motive. Again, I don't know Chris. I don't know Will and or Jada. Um, So I can't 100% say, but I just don't believe that it was any malicious intent behind any of this. Um, I'm 
I generally don't think it was. It was, of course, like just him, like he said, reacting emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, not to say like uh, he should have done this or whatever, but there were obviously other ways he could have handled that situation. Yeah, he could have just pulled him to the side like a real man would and checked his ass at the end of the night. Yeah. And or checked him at one of those Oscar parties and then we would have tweeted about that the next day. But to do it in front of everyone, I don't know. I don't know if this was part of their routine. If it was, it went terribly wrong. Or they took it too far. Um, Is that why Chris Rock didn't press charges? Because this was something rehearsed? Was this something... I don't think... Even if it wasn't rehearsed or if it... Because I I still don't know if it's fabricated or not. Um, But still... I still don't think he would have pressed charges for that, regardless. Even if uh, it was one hundred percent real, because right. uh, I would have hoped that they would speak amongst themselves as men and squash it out. Um, <laughs> Chris Rock's family, on the other hand, they don't find it funny at all. And I would suggest if you haven't already pulled up Tony Rock's, uh, I think he did a stand up. Um, show I'm not too sure where it was but it was a couple days after the incident and yeah I I didn't know Chris Rock had 10 brothers but all 10 of his brothers <laughs> are looking for Will's ass oh god <laughs> but no that the whole thing obviously was crazy as it's literally been talked about all week and no one could literally escape it that's why I, I'm glad I wanted to at least Give it some time. Give it let time. It settle. Right. Let it settle and let more things come in. Come out. Oh, yeah. I'll come out, I should say. But I got to say, people on Twitter are just ruthless. Yeah. If anybody need to be slapped in the face, it's probably done Twitter. Like, no. This, I got like screenshots on screenshots of so many tweets. Well, what do they call them? Um, computer keyboard gangsters. You know, they talk a lot of smack behind the screen. But will you say it to my face? I mean, people in general, some people I should just should say, can be ruthless. Yeah, because speaking of ruthless, this one person said Chris Rock did better than me, but I would have told seventy two August I've seen the jokes immediately. I see. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I'm like I can't, I cannot laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could. <laughs> someone said, and that, I would. Someone said that's not Will. That's Hancock. Um, someone said uh, Chris Rock ate that shit though and another one said uh, that slap aim and what killed me is the way he walked off after it yeah to me that was he was kind of cocky with, with that was it. that was like American Gangster from like Denzel type of smooth like the way he walked off even even Denzel wouldn't have handled that situation like that and I'm, well, of course, because um, Denzel literally um, said the devil will um, play you at your um, highest moments. And he told him that, and Will, uh, will reiterated that statement in the in his his speech. speech. Right. Well, it was. I mean, that is a very true statement. Dollar short. But still, like you know, <laughs> it's funny to me because after that scenario, they went to commercial break, and of course, Will Smith he's getting consoled. If you get consoled by Tyler Perry, Denzel, Bradley, Cooper. Bradley wait, Bradley Cooper, <laughs> Bradley Cooper. And Denzel. Denzel. I think Samuel Jackson talks to him too. Yeah. It's and everyone was like, Well, 
anyone talking to Chris after this? Right. And that's what I said. No one is asking, you know, well, how's Chris doing? Everyone's consoling Will. Well, yeah, I'm, he was... I'm assuming because of his fragility of the moment um, or him feeling some kind of way because he felt as though his wife was disrespected. But again, we weren't privy to what was taking place backstage. No. I would hope that someone would have checked on Chris because that's a the man just assaulting him pretty much. Yeah. You know, that is a traumatic experience in and of itself. And not just that, you don't know what Chris Rock may have been dealing with behind closed doors. And then to add insult to injury, you have someone come and inflict trauma Mm -hmm. on you. I mean, no, it it was just too much. It was too much. It got too far that people started saying like the Oscars wasn't even the Oscars. It was Lexi's play from uh, Euphoria. No, I heard it was um, what Oklahoma. <laughs> yep. No, <laughs> no our life. Oh no! Somebody said that Will Smith was um, Maddie and um, Chris Rock was Lexi, oh, or okay. I think that's her name. I f- I just finished the show, so I was I honestly forgot. I don't like that girl. I'm obviously Team Maddie, but still, uh, <laughs> I haven't caught caught up on. But they said that Euphoria. Someone said, um, even like, I think it was right after Will Smith posted, like, of course, a picture of a video of him and Jada taking pictures. And then say, like, the original caption was, Me and Jada got dressed up to choose chaos. And then after that, he commented and said, You can't invite people from Philly or Baltimore nowhere. So, what Baltimore got? Well, yeah, I forgot. Jada I said, That's Baltimore. where Jada's from. <laughs> then I got someone said, well, I'm um, offended. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that, um, like, this is uh, Jada's face. It says that, Will, I'm not impressed. Tupac would have shot him. Yeah, the memes are horrible. They, they are just brutal. And funny at the same time. They are terrible. <laughs> like, I'm. it doesn't help the situation any better, but it's just terrible that people are just out there just ruthless is going all I in on I think Will Smith just needs to take a pause, a long pause. Um... And just kind of uh, get low for a minute. Well, he had a show, like, right after, too. Like, not after the Oscar, but, like, later during the week. He said, like, he had, like, a stand-up show. He said, I am had nothing prepared for what happened this past weekend. I had a whole show written down, but we got to at least talk about what happened this past weekend. Are you talking about Chris Rock? Yeah. No, I'm talking about Will. He just needs to kind of... Oh, Will's definitely going to lay low for a minute. He needs to go somewhere and... um... Also... Think about his actions. My favorite person on Twitter, Carlos Miller. Uh, this man said, Chris Rock ain't got no friends. He got slapped and no one gave a F. Is Will okay? Meanwhile, Will didn't breathe in exercise of a Tyler Perry and Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one on Twitter could catch a break. <laughs> yeah, and again, that, that questions like this toxic masculinity. You know, where is it um, is it acceptable or is it normal for you know two wealthy powerful black men to show off in front of the camera mm-hmm. you know is it acceptable is this what's the norm now um, <laughs> K- 
can we talk about something else? I'm not talking about just this. I'm just saying we need to get beyond this whole Will Smith. Well, uh, we can go around Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock, but we're still going to be on the Smith family situation where I saw on Twitter uh, this tweet enraged me in a bit since. How so? Because, okay, so this uh, guy named Nick Adams, I don't know if he's, he's like, apparently he's a Nick, uh, not Nick, uh, Trump's favorite author or something like that. That's literally what he has in his bio. If I say talk about something else, this is not the something okay, that I don't understand. No, no, no. Just hear, just hear this out. But he literally said, raise your sons to be like Kyle Rittenhouse, not Jaden Smith. Oh, hell. And someone literally, um, they reposted a tweet and said, Jaden Smith started his own food, free food truck as a teenager and brought fresh, free, fresh water to Flint and was Karate Kid. Nobody cares about Kyle uh, no one cares about Kyle and when I saw that I of course go down the comments see what everyone might be thinking the first thing I see is a gif of him on on the stand crying uh, of Kyle crying on, on the stand and I'm just, I'm I don't understand understand what I, well honestly like when I saw that I could part of me just couldn't stop laughing at him crying on the stand now you're being insensitive to oh no I'm definitely life. insensitive about that I'll admit that <laughs> but um but no like for this guy to say that uh-huh. to say that um, people should raise their sons like um Kyle Rittenhouse and Jaden Smith or, or to be like Kyle Rittenhouse then Jaden Smith uh-huh. that's just saying like just let your son do whatever they want right. to do right violence is acceptable like um, this this kid I think he's I don't, I don't care anymore this kid literally um, showed up at a, a Black Lives Matter rally with an AK or a machine or assault rifle and literally shot, I think, two or three people. No, he shot more than oh, that. I think two men were killed. Well, regardless, he shot someone who was completely defenseless, not even uh, trying, or at least from what the story has been told, that. Uh, they were literally just uh, protesting, and then they show up with assault rifles, and then cause chaos and havoc. So my thing is, why, why have someone be like that rather than someone who's literally trying to make a difference in this world from bringing uh, fresh, clean water to us? Because city? unfortunately, we've begun to begun to see people's motives and hidden agenda. Or their agenda is no longer hidden, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it's acceptable for you to be malicious as opposed to you um, displaying humility and tolerance to people's suffering. Her humanity is in question, honestly. Um, and we need to check ourselves and get back to that place where we don't just look at ourselves check your ego um, not be so focused on you so driven about you and your world and kind of look outside your area your environment and see about other people and their needs I mean I'm not saying that you have to get along or agree with everyone but it's not always about you yeah and 
I don't like going in the same respect. I can't change a person's malicious intent, their thoughts, or their actions. I would hopefully think that none of that energy would rub off on me or anyone in my sphere of influence um, and not be jaded where I begin to act out as that individual. But we can only control ourselves. We can't control what other people say, think, or do. We are only in control of our own actions. And part of me, part of me kind of forgets about that every time I'm on Twitter. Because, like, I can't control what other people think or say. That's why you have to pull away. I mean, sometimes you need to do a detox, a fast, or a cleanse and cleanse yourself from social media because it can infiltrate your your thoughts, your spirit, and take you into a place where you begin to question self. It's all um, conflated anyway. Social mm-hmm. media is just a mirage. It's not real. It's superficial. People post what they want you to see and believe about them and their lives. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's transpiring. They don't show you the dark, deep hurts. They show you what they think will appeal to the masses and garner the most likes and clicks. It's a popularity contest. It's not about that humility. It's not about bolstering your character or about um, looking out for our brothers and sisters. It's about me, mine, my ego, how I can get my ego stroked, how I can appear better than the next person so that I can outshine them. You can't get fed up in what you see or hear or what transpires on social media because it's not true it's not the real uh, the real world um and if you have honestly personally i believe if you are enjoying your life you don't really have time for social media because you'll be out enjoying instead of taking pictures or making posts you'll have too much energy being involved and engulfed in activities connections, authentic friendships, relationships that you won't have time to post about what you think someone might view as popular or mainstream or putting on for the gram it's not about that and people get caught up not just young people older people as well they get caught up because We've come. We've become desensitized to genuine connections. No one connects anymore on a deeper level. Everyone connects, or not everyone. Some connect, and it's not authentic and genuine. Mm-hmm. It's surface level. What happened to those deeper connections? We we've moved away from that. Hopefully. Um, people will begin to wake up and see that it's not about the superficial. It's about something deeper 
than what you see on the surface. It's about something deeper than labels, appearances. But that goes to show um, what your values are. Everyone's values aren't the same. That's true. But, yeah, I want to... I genuinely hope that this whole Will Smith stuff or Smith family stuff boils over. It will. It, I, think it should, I think it has now, in a sense, where now is Well, they are doing a Red Table episode, so... Well, yeah, Okay, so yeah, that's going to make it even more, but still. It'll bring attention to it. It'll bring attention to them. I mean, we don't know what they're going to say, how they're going to spend it. it. Spin it, it could be a PR. Um, who knows? That's why it's best to don't focus so much on what other people got going on in their house. Focus on the shit that you got going on in your own house. Because trust and believe, you got enough that you don't have to be focused on Will and Jada and how... They mitigate their interpersonal struggles. Yeah. All right. Any thoughts, Gizmo? You don't care. All right. right, So let's move on completely from Smith family stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Even though I know you just said we need a break from social media and and everything. (laughs) But. I found something on Twitter. (laughs) Which is where I find most of my stuff anyway, because you're uh, a Gen Xer, Gen Zer. Gen, I don't know. I've been caught like in the mix between a Gen Z and millennial. I don't know, like the difference between the two. You're not a millennial, but go on. I, I don't. People say I, I um I don't act like a Scorpio, but I am. Anywho, <laughs> so <laughs> um. Everyone's favorite uh, family, NFL family, the Wilson family, uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra. Uh-huh. So they apparently have been brought up in a recent conversation on a, another podcast. Uh, I, think, I think it's like uh, I Am More Than an Athlete podcast. Okay. Um, where someone mentioned that uh, Russell Wilson is only... Uh, with Sierra because of his uh of his money, and thinks that there's no ri- there's no way that like his personality he's can be only that. with her because no, of no, his no. money. Sierra's only with Russell because of his money, and there's no way that his personality is that good that they'll want to get married at, or they'll get married and have all the kids and have a family. What? But y'all need to stay off of Twitter. Th- no, this is just someone. Um, that's what someone on the podcast said. But these are people's opinions. I'm not. I'm not saying like it's not a uh, bad. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm not a fan of the opinion, but I still. It's still funny to me hearing all that stuff. Or like, who knows why they connected? Evidently, it works. For them. I feel like it works. Like from what I've seen off from like a surface level. Of course, of course, I don't have like right. the. Content. We are not privy to what goes on behind closed doors. For all we know, it could be a business arrangement. But again, who cares? It's none of our business. But. I'll just play like a little bit of what they said. Um, hopefully, I don't get uh, copyrighted for this. <laughs> but uh, Russell and Sierra, yeah, Russell had that red Sierra gonna be with him. <laughs> Russell Square, 
personally, mm. professionally, or otherwise. But from what I gathered, um, what was said, Future is very toxic, and his track record is not very good. So why would you want to stay in a relationship with someone that does not uplift you and make your make you a better person? The whole purpose of being joined or connected together is that that other individual not to complete you, but to bring you to the best level of yourself. Mm. Um, which evidently he was not doing. And from what we see on the surface, it appears that Russell Wilson is genuinely doing this. I mean, it seems like he's like the best husband or best uh, he's the best father or husband for her. Yeah. So I, again, that sounds like what they hating because I don't know. Sierra's with a square and not him, not him being future. Him, the person doing that interview. I. What's wrong with a square? How about that? Let's start there. What's wrong with a square? What's wrong with a person that's quote unquote not. popular not in the forefront not everybody wants to have a partner that stands out somebody like being with the partner that's in the background because the people in the background are usually the ones that's keeping shit moving yeah the ones that are in the limelight are general generally there for that the limelight they want the attention they want to be seen the person in the back is keeping shit afloat you tell me. <laughs> well, I don't know because I don't. I've. I'm. I feel like I have like a mixture of both sense of personalities. Where yes, <laughs> you do. You well, yeah, because like I will want to be like in the back to, of course, um, just keep things low key or whatever. But also, there's of course there will be moments where I'll want to be in the forefront. And but there's a time like, and a place for everything. Yeah. I mean, that's the ebb and flow. That's what relationships do. You bring out the best qualities in each other and where you are um, not best suited or where you fall short, hopefully that partner will have the ability to to rise to the occasion. So that's that balance Mm. Um, because both of you can't be horrible because then you'd be horrible together in a relationship. In what sense is that? Like it's the for me the whole point of being in a relationship is uh almost in a sense have the better 
make yourself better in a sense if that may well yeah what did um cat williams say um you supposed to be the highest version of your motherfucking self <laughs> um that's what your partner's supposed to do he's supposed to help bring he and or she mm-hmm. is supposed to help you bring out the highest versions of yourself whereas you can have a partner like future that will truly show you not just who you are but what you accept and how it is not beneficial for you and your growth Mm. I genuinely don't understand why uh, Channing uh, that's the guy who was talking Channing believed like if you jump from future to Russell then you're making a bad move it's what it seemed like from well, that's that. what it seemed like he was saying right I and, think that was on a surface level him hating because um Sierra probably wasn't checking for him or someone like him and or his qualities mm. why would you go for why would you not go for me but you would go for the square evidently the square has something to offer yeah I mean they I even saw like a photo of them earlier and it was literally like the most wholesome picture of uh again we don't know what transpires behind closed doors yeah the little nice little um church portrait (laughs) but again people give you what they want you to see now no one is going to broadcast their dirty laundry unless you will and jada (laughs) smith (laughs) <laughs> I was moving off from that. <laughs> I'm just saying, no one intentionally highlights their flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to show, you're going to put your best foot forward, and you're going to highlight the best qualities of you in your relationship, so people can get a a good picture of you. Um, I guess to form an opinion of you. Mm-hmm. But it's none of our business. It's truly none of our business. I don't care. As long as she happy, what I tell you. You like it, I love it. Whatever blow your hair back. It's a weird way of referencing. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying though, because of course it's none of our like you said, none of our business anyway. They do put that out there for the public to view. Right. But it's also mainly surface level stuff that they share with us. At least from, well, no, it's just surface level because I don't know what the full detail or full extent to no. what they're. And um, I guess they do that to keep their followers entertained and or engaged, um, for their brand for their business. But again, who is going to follow you, and or? be engaged in your what you have to offer if you're highlighting your negativity mm-hmm. or you're highlighting your struggles people don't want to struggles don't entertain you they want to be entertained they want to be um, made to feel good they want their ego stroke again it's that ego it's all about I and me and what I can get out of it, that self gratification type. So they're not going to show 
the bad days, the being a mother of multiple children and having to balance work, home, and being a wife of an athlete and the challenges that may go along with that. Mm. Nobody wants to hear the real. They want to see the fluff because that's what sells. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's anything that I feel like people do. Even future. On the surface, we hear about the negativity of his relationships and his interaction, but they don't go into detail as the why and the how. I've never heard anything positive like of like him in a relationship. But you just hear about the women and the the children. You don't hear about what goes on behind that. Yeah. It's again, it's all surface level. Probably in a reverse, the toxicity sells people. Which I that I don't understand. Because people that are toxic. Or well, toxic yeah, to- people toxic, gravitate toxic people, yeah. to other g- toxic people. So maybe that dude, maybe he's just toxic. Maybe he's hating on Russell Wilson and Sierra because of his toxicity. Mm-hmm. And he would rather her not engage with someone that's uplifting. He'd rather have something or someone that's familiar to his level of toxicity. This is why I don't listen to Future. Because I don't want that toxic energy. Well, everything serves its purpose. <laughs> well, I've said before, like, in the previous episode, like, uh, Daniel, he mentioned how he likes Future because of his music and stuff. And... What? <laughs> I was reading your bracelet. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing a breast cancer awareness month bracelet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, also it's pink. So that's another, one of my favorite colors, and purple. So, okay, carry on. <laughs> but no, I was just mentioning like how I, me personally, I don't like Future because, like you said, he promotes that toxic energy, a toxic vibe. Or, but no, yeah, he does. Um, but there are people that feed off of that, and people that in the world they enjoy being toxic and displaying is, toxic characteristics which are people who go to me and be like why do you like future it, this 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 whole thing of the toxic toxic lifestyles not for me I don't want that well, even when he comes out on King's King's Dead I, I just mute it I don't want to hear la di da di da I don't want to hear that well I do like um, Khalid and Calvin Harris and future yeah it's all together rolling see I already know because future's on it I dig the song it's a dope song. Okay, well, we all, we also listened to R. Kelly for a long time, so that's another thing. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, this was fun. It was. It was fun. Sorry for my um, nasally voice. No, I feel like you're fine. From um, allergies right now. I. This is the one type in the year I really don't enjoy. No. Allergy season can just go off. I think I've sneezed for two weeks straight. Oh, I've been stuffed up, like, every day. Like, I feel like I've been dying. Like, one nostril is just terrible. Oh, good old mucinex and water. Yeah, well, I need to drink more water. Yeah. I'm just loving 
But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, thanks again, Ma, for stepping in and helping us out. No problem. Uh, if you guys ever want to have her back for the episode or anything, <laughs> feel free to let us know. Um, I'm booked and busy. Already? Yes, <laughs> already. But, no, I'm glad we got to do this. Um, nice little mother-son bonding yep. situation. Definitely enjoy it. I'll definitely be back as long as we can talk about something besides. We'll talk about uh, Kurt toxic, Franklin next time. Toxic masculinity well, and, and toxic uh, relationships. It's hard because toxicity is everywhere, though. And yeah, but it doesn't have to be the forefront of who you are. I tried, not, I tried uh, to avoid all that. Right? Not you in general. I'm just well, saying, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Just, no, we can highlight other things that bring about some joy and levity to our lives instead of toxicity because like you said there's enough of that going around no need to perpetuate what already is that's true but alright guys I think we're going to head out <laughs> yep so and the dog is awake <laughs> but if you guys did enjoy this episode please let us know uh, of course you can reach us on social media even though we have someone on the show who doesn't appreciate or wants us to have a uh, detox every now and then which is actually helpful I do agree it It is is helpful helpful, yes Uh, but do uh, please do reach us reach out to us on social media both Twitter and Instagram and then of course you can find us on all platforms Apple Google Play um, Spotify and Anchor uh Soon to be on Amazon podcast too, so Yay. Doing doing some good things, trying to spread the the show and everything. Yes. But we will look forward to another episode. Uh and yeah, I'm I i do not know where I'm going with this. We'll see you again. Yeah. But Again, uh, you can catch us every Mondays. Uh, also, um, don't be toxic. <laughs> no, no reason no. to. But we'll catch you guys later for another episode. Um, been your host, Hiram, alongside with my Dukes. <laughs> my Dukes. Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy this life. I don't know why I say enjoy your day. Like, I'm, I'm talking. Oh. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have an awesome week. Make it a great day. Stay healthy.